Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit, lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up, you know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spade, Alpha Male G-O-D, one half of Relations. You want to hear the truth? Can you, can you, can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's good? Welcome to a brand new episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter. It's your boy, Alpha Male G-O-D, 51 Spade the Ninja. You love to hate. I'm in the building. Yeah, you already know how this goes. We got two exciting topics to talk to you about tonight. The first one is the game of dating. And the second one is where does cheating begin? Let's dive right in and let's talk about the game of dating. Um, it's kind of like a chess game. Or a checkers game, whichever one you play. I'm more of a chess girl. Well, actually, I'm more of a checkers girl. <laughs> but I know that um, unlike checkers, chess is very strategic. And I think in 2020, so is dating. So we're going to go to Alpha Male to start us off on the game of dating. How do you feel about it? Like it? Don't like it? Hate it? What? I mean, shit, I don't know. I mean, I'm not dating. Um, I hear complaints of people that date, but things are, um, I think things going to be way different from different people, different time frames and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. the reason this really came up is because I was actually talking to one of our guests and, and she was married and now she's divorced and now she's dating. Mm -hmm. So now it's a situation of things are so different now that she's dating. I'm like, hey. Things ain't ain't always what it's cracked up to be, but she said the one thing that she hate is she hates the chess match between men and women, which I feel like that's always gonna be there. But some of the things that I think women uh, do, especially with dating, is they automatically say a guy should know this or a guy should know that. Uh, they bring in chivalry a lot. Uh, that word and when that was actually brought up I told her I said well what's the definition of chivalry because chivalry a lot of times can cover a lot of different things and there's no no real definition to it because it could go by culture region where it started like if it's raining right now am I supposed to throw my jacket over a puddle for you is that chivalry am I supposed to open <laughs> up a door is that chivalry um Am I not supposed to take my dick out on the first date? Is that shivery? It's a lot of different things that, you know, come into play. And I think that certain people just have to understand that. So her main complaint was every time she went somewhere, she said, I would have I have my purse in one hand and I stop at the door for the guy to open it. And she would stop at the door, the car door for the guy to open that. But my only issue with that is how is he supposed to know that's what you into. Well, I'll tell you how he's supposed to know. Not that I agree, but he's supposed to know because she stopped. So that's just common sense. Like, okay, well, she's not going to open the door herself. So I guess <laughs> I have to open the door or she's standing up outside the car. So I have to walk over to let her in. Now, I have my own issues with that type of chivalry, but I wanted to start my part by giving the correct definition of chivalry just by um, textbook. Okay, textbook definition of chivalry is the combination of qualities expected of an ideal knight. So I'm going to stop there. The combination of qualities expected of an ideal knight. So those of you who are listening, if you have an idea of what a knight is in your head, or if you've seen one on a movie, then this is the idea of what you think a knight would be as far as courage, honor, courtesy, justice, and readiness to help the weak. So... I think some of that is kind of ridiculous, and you can tell it's kind of textbook. All okay? of it is ridiculous. Um, but the, what I took from it was I like the honor and the courtesy. 
Those are the two I will take out of there because those are the two that are more realistic. You know, I'm not looking for my guy to stop and see a homeless person that that's considered weak to get out and help or, you know what I'm saying? Now, I have seen an old lady walking with mad groceries and it's about to rain. I can't just keep driving. I can't because my mom's going to get old and I'm going to live out of town and she's not going to be able to drive anymore. She's going to decide she wants to walk to the fucking 7-Eleven and she's going to buy a bunch of shit and someone, I would like someone to stop and ask if she needs help. So that's where my motivation comes from. It doesn't come from being chivalrous. But I took honor and courtesy away from that because I think those are expectations in a relationship, whether or not you believe in chivalry or not. Those are two things you should have in every relationship, whether you're a chivalrous guy or whether the woman is expecting chivalry. Those are the two things that I think we need to have. And I think if those are exercised, honor and respect, I don't think women would have to remind guys about chivalry because it would be on the forefront. I think it comes up because guys aren't. Now, not not only are they not opening car doors, <laughs> which is I think is ridiculous because they shouldn't have to, um, but they're not doing the basic. They're not saying bless you after you sneeze. They're not um, asking you what you want per se. Um, they're not being courteous because I think in relationships, especially for mine, the dynamics have come really, become really broad, more broad than chivalry itself. Basically what I mean is I have an alpha male in my life. I'm a submissive woman. So there is very little opportunity that I actually want for him to be waiting on me. I don't want a weak beta male. I don't want some guy like saying, oh, my God, there's a puddle and lays down his jacket and says, my queen. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but that's a bit much for me. I'm a kind of a tomboy. So it will make me feel a little squeamish. I don't need that. But what I do need is, damn, babe, what you want to eat tonight? Thank you. Bless you. I appreciate you. I like chivalry in the form of courtesy rather than the form of being knighted. I guess. You want whatever you want. Um, I start to understand now what y'all really miss. Just by the conversation you were just having a few minutes ago. So I was sitting here letting, letting you blabber on about all this stuff that you say that women want and what guys should do. I'm going to put a couple of things in front of you um, that I had to put in front of her. Um, when you talk about the idea of chivalry, and I'm going to go one to tackle your first thing that you said, mm -hmm. honor and what you said, where it was? Courtesy Courage? and honor. Courtesy and honor. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny that you were saying that shit like, you know, uh, about like saying bless you this and I think I sneezed like four, five times last night. My old lady ain't say bless you not one time. So that's just one thing. The other thing was honor and courage or uh, courtesy. Um, the biggest issue that I have with that shit is y'all don't pick those type of men that's going to have honor and courtesy. See, the issue is women want what they can't have. See, that shit that you just said about, well, you know, I want an alpha male. I don't want a beta male. See, you can't have both. So the thing about that is when you're actually dealing with certain individuals, and I'm not even going to get into a whole thing of whether they're alpha or beta or whatever the case may be. But what I do know is like women like rugged, rough, roughneck type of men, this, mm -hmm. this, and that. Well, cause that don't come with honor or courtesy. How? Uh, because it can't that's totally because come with it. it. I didn't ask if it could come with it. You know what I'm saying? Like I think a pussy should come with a bottle of champagne. Does it? No. You know what I'm saying? They don't serve that shit when I'm in a club. You know what I'm saying? I think those two go hand in hand. But do I get it? No. So I didn't ask you how or it could come with it. What I'm saying is it don't. Like really, at the end of the day, it's kind of like me. It's kind of like me dating a porn star, and then me treating her like a woman. And I'm going to be like, why? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be expecting well, there some, goes that topic. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be expecting some sexual acts going on. I'm just saying I'm going to be expecting some sexual acts. And I'm just giving the idea that when you pick men that's that way, that's why a lot of that honor and courtesy shit is going to go completely out the window. Because mm -hmm. one, they're not raised like that. And two, you're getting that roughneck exterior that you want, that bad boy shit, that mm -hmm. shit that you be like, oh my God, I just like it when he choked me. Oh my God, I like when he just take control of this and that. Mm -hmm. And the other bullshit that you said, because I had to put definitely bullshit on it, is we don't ask y'all when 
when y'all want something to eat. Fellas, have you ever asked a woman, what do you want to eat? Have you ever got a goddamn answer out of that shit? That shit is like a chess match from get-go. Baby, what do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? I didn't ask what I want to eat. I asked you what you want to eat. And then they'll say no. Then they'll say they don't know. Then when you get your food, they want something off your plate. When they just could have ordered some shit, they self. It's one of the reasons why we stop asking what you want to eat. So you're quiet over there because I know you done did some of these acts. There's not a woman on this earth that I don't know. I mean, you know, they can chime in in the section, please, fellas, because I know every man has been through that. That chess match of just getting something to eat. It takes me an hour to get something to eat because I'm trying to narrow some shit down because you can't make up on your mind just to take me all the way to a restaurant for you to say I want a salad and some water. First, let me say this. Women are indecisive. Oh, I get it. Shit. I get it. So it could be kind of frustrating, you know, lending that type of courtesy to a woman when it comes to something as specific as what do you want to eat. But I'm going to say this about what you said about having a rough neck. My dad was, I can't even begin to describe how diverse my father was. Mm -hmm. He has sold dope. Uh but has also served this country as a Marine. Mm -hmm. he, he listens to George Clinton, but also listens to Hall and Oates. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're talking about a very diverse individual and someone who is very, 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 very tough, rugged around the edges, mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> grew up <clears throat> Daytona Beach uh, off of MMB. You know what I'm saying? So this is someone who has the attributes that you're saying, but still has that honor honor system because he came from the military and because he had a father in the home. So I don't want to stereotype someone who has rough edges that could be thuggish and ruggish. Mm -hmm. I can't say that those guys can't be chivalrous, have honor and respect and education because my father mm -hmm. was all the things that I just said. And Not, so I went out and tried to find someone gotcha. like my dad. Okay, gotcha. Not to take anything away from what you're saying, so, but I, will wanna, I do want to bring this in. And the reason it's relevant because I had to bring this also in to her. Okay, different, different time eras. One, a person that's been to the military, they are trained. Definitely. So that is not my definition of a rough neck. That is structure. But he was a rough neck before he went to the Marines. Gotcha. And they whipped him in the shape into, <laughs> <laughs> into what you saw afterwards. You get what I'm saying? And also, not sure what time frame that is. I'll just give a like 50 to 60 action of when he was coming up. It's one bell bottoms, not pants off their ass. You know what I'm saying? It's a big goddamn difference. Time frames are for different sets of people and shit like that. It's just like for me right now, I ain't never went in my closet and got some slim fit jeans on, but my son does. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Different time areas yeah. for different time people. Yeah. So when I'm saying the word, I'm only I'm only speaking in my era. So mm -hmm. I don't want to get it twisted amongst that. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing that I also brought up is when I was talking to her about chivalry and asking me, you know, basically, does it exist? I said it always exists. But the problem with it initially is this. She might be a special woman. You might be a special woman. But to ask a guy to be chivalrous and even know when to do it when he ain't never seen a woman is a bit hard to do. See, you're outnumbered by a lot of women who are not women of what they basically see now. So when I scroll on Twitter and I scroll on Instagram, I ain't looking for nobody like you. I'll scroll right past you. But the ones I will stop on got their titties out, their ass out, their energy strand. They, you know, it's just one of those things. And we want to meet more of that type more than anything. And you're saying so, that type doesn't deserve honor and respect. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is they don't feel like they do it. Because if it was that case, then me throwing money on you, me pouring liquor on you, you understand what I'm saying? You stop. I'm yeah. going I'm going in the perspective of 
things that I'm doing that they're saying is acceptable, and now I'm supposed to cut on this switch and, open and up say, the door for you. and say, hey, let me open up this door for you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know That's I just tough. threw some Chardonnay on you and threw a couple <laughs> of hundreds on you, and you know what I'm saying? You might have had a, uh, I might have had a drink of that Samuel Jackson, but, <laughs> you know, but it's just one of those things that. You can't turn those switch on. And I just had to explain to her that, you know, you're dealing in a day and age where I think the guy she was dating is in is a lawyer. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's a person with money. And powerful people with money, sometimes they're used to people. Because if you're around someone like that, you're more than likely around a bunch of yes men and yes women. And that's easily impressed by easily impressed by women because women really ain't gonna meet that type of man but they're gonna be talking a certain way and mm-hmm. they're gonna be talking kind of down to you mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna say it's nothing you can do about that because she makes her own money so she's making a point of I don't need that I don't need his money I got my own money I got my own business and I get all that but that's why I said things you might want like an alpha just might not, not be not in, be in your cars right. because she was saying she's being called an alpha. Well, alpha woman and an alpha, alpha male, male don't go sometimes they just don't mix. You might need to get a beta, but the problem is y'all don't want a beta. But that is the person that's going to give you honor. <laughs> you need to go see and everything that. that you li- I'm I'm not being funny though. I know you're those not. those are the those are the ones that y'all t- that y'all typically don't want, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll be out places and women, y'all look at, y'all look at a man and be like, look at the way he walk. I bet he got a big one. Look at those feet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The size of your shoe definitely going You know what I'm saying? Definitely. When you come and at somebody like that, he ain't thinking about throwing no goddamn jacket well, down this. over the puddle. I, let me say this, because you have some points, but I think you're, it's a stretch. Let me go to where you Stretching have a, a what point. going on. You have let me get to the points that you made that there isn't a stretch. You're absolutely hundred percent correct, which is time change. Things have changed over time. So where opening up car doors and opening up doors for women to walk in first, there has been some change over time. But I don't think that has to do with time itself. I think it has to do with how we're raising our kids. Mm-hmm. There are more fathers missing out of the home, mm-hmm. so there aren't men opening car doors mm-hmm. for the for the, their their wives in front mm-hmm. of their sons. So let me so let me stop you right there before you go further because I don't want you to get too far into the topic. Right. So my thing is with that, and I'm glad you brought that up. Now for the women, and I'm just you know, just speaking for the women when they have a son, are the women actually doing that? You know what you want. From a man, but are you actually teaching your no. son? Are you te- actually teaching your son that? No, because women will watch their sons do just about everything that's inappropriate, or they think shit and is cute, cute. Yeah. or they think this and that. And I'm granted they're not a man, but they understand the idea of what they want from a man. But it's different when a woman is telling you, "Hey, you should open her car door," mm-hmm. versus a young man seeing a grown man opening up a car door. I got it. So that's not even. I feel like it's relevant, but it's not relevant. A woman cannot teach a young man how to be chivalrous. What she can do is teach her daughter how she should be treated but then again the daughter is going to look at mommy and say well your boyfriend ain't treating you like that it's still an example it has to be done this is not about talking to your children about how they should be treated or how they should treat someone it's showing them leading by example so i definitely wanted to rebuttal time versus actually just how over time society has played a big part in what is translated to our children because we're not showing them chivalry. That's number one. Number two, you brought up something about there aren't enough women to be chivalrous too. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to agree and disagree with you. I'm going to say this. There aren't a lot of women out there to be chivalrous too. When you look at stats, 20 women, how many are submissive in that bunch? Maybe 10. How many are have standards where they prefer the car door to be open for them probably five so it, it's just become non-existent but i will say this that's y'all's fault you, meaning 
Y'all are you sat there and said no? You said that you are on IG. There's me. There's Kana's on IGs, and there are um uh, I don't know some uh, some IG model that's that's on IG, some stripper that's got an IG or OnlyFans. Both of us are on IG. Both of our both of us have you as a follower. You said to me that you would pass right by me and go right to the bitch with the titties out. Well, if that's the bitch that you're choosing. Yeah, then you're the taking yourself out of having I'm, honor and respect. Guess what? But not. But I'm not the person with the problem. Keep in mind. See, I'm not the person. No, I'm not the person. But why that's, are you choosing that, somebody you don't want to be shepherds to? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, I'm gonna not, pick the bitch. No, I'm not it, gonna have no okay. respect for. That makes absolutely so no you, sense. So now you now you missing the complete point. What I'm saying is you cannot expect a guy to be shivers to someone that. Uh, uh, there's a hundred women that's not asking you to be shivering. So it's not the guy fault. That's your fault because the guy is not the person complaining. At the end of the day, it's you with the complaint. It was her with the complaint, not the guy. So it's not, it's not, I don't have the problem. The problem is you. So when you see the women on IG with their titties out, you check your own kind. Not, I don't feel like it, I need it, to check them. I think they're putting out the energy that they want, but you can't say that. Oh man, well I ain't know. You know I needed to open up your car door because I'm usually dating bitches that don't care about shit like that. That's an excuse. No, 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 no. That is not an excuse. With the, with the chess, what, what this is called is it's a chess play. So women, majority of the time, just like her, I said, just ask for what you want and give the person the opportunity. To see if it makes sense. You get what I'm saying? I've dated. I've never heard of this. But it was just something. I was dating somebody. I went to pay for the gas. She sat in the car. She said, I think men should pump gas. I ain't never heard of that. Took 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 a second for me just to reflect on it. And then I was like, you know what? There's no sweat off my back. No big deal. It's something that she want. We were just dating. We weren't even... Committing anything, and I made the conscious decision right there that cool, she don't have to pump gas. The problem is also you can be a woman. I'm not gonna get into you know what type of women that men choose or this and that. What I'm saying is if you have a problem and you're dating this type of men, you also have to give them the opportunity to do that. And you have to also, if they haven't been raised that way, or they haven't seen something before, or they're not pumping gas, not opening your door, this and that. Say something. That was my issue really with it. Mm. It's like you're expecting him to be chivalrous, but you haven't even dug into his background. You don't know, was there a man in the house? You don't know if his father was there, not there. Was he raised by a bunch of women? Those are some of the things. So that's why I say it's not really, it's not our problem because we're not the one complaining. But I'm saying for women that's dating men like that, give them the opportunity. Don't just say well, you should know this or you should be able to figure this out. I'm saying it's a conversation mm-hmm. that need to be had where we can both move in the right direction. This is ironic because I was listening to an episode of Relations last night. Usually what I do when a new episode comes out is I let some of the old ones play right behind it um, just to get a refresher and see, you know, what we've come from. And I said, what was I saying? I said that... There are some things that women shouldn't have to say to men. I don't know what the topic was, but there are some, there's some, oh, I know what it was. We had a a debate about the thin line between respect and control. And I was saying that I've never had a man have to sit down and tell me, you need to tell me when you're leaving the house. You need to tell me where you're going and when you're coming back. I've never had that conversation with a guy ever because I grew up in a household where, duh, if you leave it, you got a husband, you better tell your husband where the hell you going and when you coming back. Duh. So I don't feel like that conversation needs to be had with me. I kind of feel the same way about this topic is that it kind of it's weird to have to experience something with a guy and then go back home and say, you know, you didn't open it up any of my car doors today. You, I understand your point because you are not a magician. You're not a psychic. You can't figure it out that I'm having an issue unless I say it. But I will say on my behalf that I just don't feel like I should have to ask. I feel like I put forth 
presentation when I when I first meet you my presentation is not my titties my presentation is not my ass my presentation isn't about sex at all my presentation is about the person that I am and I feel like if you think I'm this person hopefully because I'm I'm speaking as if when I speak to people they're putting me on a pedestal which some people may not some people might be like well bitch I don't met 10,000 of you I'm looking for the next level up um, so I'm not patting myself on the back to that degree but what I'm saying is I always put my best foot forward when I'm pursuing a man so I feel like I've already put the energy out that I need to be treated with as much chivalry honor and respect as you have in you i'm not expecting you to be at super bowl level ever mm -hmm. because you're right i don't know your background mm -hmm. but i do expect you to know that if we both get out of the car together and we walk into the store that you're gonna be enough ahead of me in front of me to reach and open my door for me that shouldn't be something i have to talk to you about later there are a certain amount of expectations that men have for women and that women have for men i feel the same way for any What's man expectation for a man um, for from a woman or from a from a woman to a man or from a man to a woman, which one? What's the expectation you think men want from from women? women. Oh man, for the one I just said. What? If you're dating this guy, if you're with him, that they need to know where you're going. They expect to know what you're, how you move. That's what I'll, I'll say. Men expect to know how you move. They expect you to have great hygiene. That's like top on the list. And it's so sad that I even have that's to say that. Men or women. Yeah, but it's a shame that that have to say that because in talking to men, that's always on their list. I'm not making this list up. I'm composing this list off of the conversations that I've had with men. So they expect to know how you move. They expect for you to have great hygiene and they expect for you to be loyal at all cost. Loyal, loyal, loyal. I won't even use faithful. I'll use loyalty instead of being faithful. Um, because I think that's the word that a man would go for. He would use the word loyal over faithful. Um, so I'll stop at those three. I think those three are at the top of the list. And I do not believe that I've been in a situation where a man has had to sit me down and say, I expect you to let me know how you move. Mm -hmm. I expect you to brush your teeth and wash your vagina. And I expect you to be loyal to me. Mm -hmm. These are all things that if you've consciously made the decision to date this person and be with this person, that these are all the things that you marked off of your list that you didn't have to talk about. I would disagree with you as far as I bet you that you had that conversation in every relationship if they if they gave a fuck. Just because women know that shit don't mean that it happened. It's just as simple and plain. So I'm, a, I'm you know, I ain't been in every one of your relationships, but I bet you that conversation that came up. And reason I'm saying that is because there's certain ways that men want you to be loyal. There's certain ways that men want you to clean yourself. It's certain ways that an individual wants something for themselves. So when you say you don't have to say anything, that's bullshit because I might not want to know every fucking move that you make, but I might want to know certain moves that you make. But I have to say that. And you're and you're That's not true. and you're not a magician. So you don't know that. So if you get to the house and I slap the living shit out of you, you don't want no. You're going to be like, what did I do? Like, I, I did this, this and that. Yeah. But the one thing that you did is going to be the something that I don't. That's why I'm telling you that a conversation has to be had. Okay, you I'll give you that because women, just like men, aren't magicians. Women, women aren't either. So if you have to have that conversation, fine. That does not remove the fact that the expectation is still there. I don't, and I don't really have a problem. I don't have a problem with expectations. You know, like even while she was saying that, and she was saying that she doesn't see the guy anymore because there were things she doesn't want to be talked to a certain way you know she feel like i'm not your i'm not your friend i can be submissive to you but there's just a certain way that she doesn't want to be talked to using curse words and stuff like that mm -hmm. you know i also enlightened her that you know i get your point and i understand that but sometimes my circle of friends is small so when i talk to my lady i talk to my lady if that's my friend so I'm going to curse and scratch my nuts and hold them and do whatever the fuck that I is that I need to do. And that's just the way that I feel about it. And it might be offensive to her. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? And I also said, but do you want your God to lie? Like, do you want me to be this way? And then once I get to the career, be I alter way. 
how I am. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be in no relationship like when I get to the crib, I'm going to be me. So that's why I said you probably need to let him go, even though she already had let him go. Mm -hmm. But she was just like, you know, I really liked him, but some shit just don't match. Yeah, chivalry to me, you know, if and I'm not saying chivalry was the only reason why they they went separate ways because I wasn't in the conversation. However, if in fact chivalry was at the top of the list of why they weren't to why they, they didn't work out, I think that's kind of ridiculous because I think chivalry is something that you could have a conversation about. It doesn't mean you want to. Well, it's every girl's dream to find a guy she never has to correct, well, but that's not realistic. I get it. And the thing about that, I don't really think it was going to even boil down to chivalry. It really boils down to the idea that in 10 months, if you still having those issues, you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's why I said conversations need to be had. In 10 months, if the shit ain't changed, yeah, it's, it's not, not going to change. change. So I don't really think it's going to be a matter of that. It's like trying to unpro unprogram someone who's at a real high stature and then has money and stuff like that, he's not going to understand um, the idea that where well, you're divorced and you ain't really dating a lot of people and now I let you in a certain way closer than I done let a lot of people in. But only you know that. Yeah. He doesn't, doesn't know, know that. that. So he's still going to operate like him. So that's why I'm saying like, Acting though that the person is a mind reader, even though you're saying, well, I have this expectations. I'm not saying anything wrong with your expectation. The only thing I'm saying is you're just going to you're going to have to have that conversation about. Listen, it's things that, you know, it's things that I expect or I have expectation for that makes me happy and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Like if. He was halfway in your G spot. You ain't gonna be like, don't go no further. You gonna you gonna instruct him don't to go. Don't stop. There you go. <laughs> so <laughs> do not stop. So you're almost there. There you go. It's that's coachable. Everything. Everything's coachable. Everything's coachable. Everything is that is very coachable. Um, but in the game of dating, these are things that. You're right. It's more of a chess game because, like I said a couple of minutes ago, when you're dating, the idea is to put your best foot forward. So if you're putting your best foot forward, you're expecting to get the best back in return. And if you're thinking in the concept of best then you're thinking that's how you're going to be treated. You know, if you go into a situation with your best foot forward, then you're expecting the person to give you that in return. Touche? I mean, does that make any sense? Well, it wouldn't make sense. You know, um, so. I mean, but I still stand by what I say. Like, you know, like y'all are, y'all are some interesting creatures. And everything for y'all is, even though y'all say you don't believe in chess matches, for you checkers. <laughs> um, but I feel like because you playing checkers is why a lot of things don't work out for you. Right. But, you know, like I said, I get it, but you still have to have those things. I think in dating, it's always going to be a chess match. And even after the fact, sometimes, you know, people, I don't think they're trying to play that game, but it is always a tango going on. Well, let's stay in the area of games and let's talk about where cheating begins. I'll start that, this one off. Um, I think it, this is like, really, I've had a lot of relevant. Uh, revelations in the last two years of life when it comes down to cheating um, and to me it's become less about the physical act of cheating and more about what's leading up to it because in most cases with a person with a character like me I'm not gonna cheat but I'm not perfect so I will admit this I will be in a situation now and in the future I will probably find myself in situation where cheating can happen. And because of that, this is a really, 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 really good topic for me personally to dig into. Um, and it's one of those things I think all of us need to admit to ourselves. If, in fact, we're not attached to our spouse's back, meaning my guy doesn't wear me as a backpack. 
cannot go everywhere with him and he can't go everywhere with me. And because we don't know what other people will say and do and how we will react to what other people will say and do, everybody on this planet will end up in a situation where cheating is a possibility. Everybody. As tough as that is for me to even say, because I'm a person with the character that is anti-cheat, anti-anti-anti-cheat. However, I have been an anti-cheat person in a situation where cheating could happen and I did not run from it. There are some things that I tried to do, sweep it under the rug, change the subject, be more of a homeboy. I, I tried everything, but the fact still remains that the environment remained the same. So that's why this is kind of a riveting talk topic, not talking about the cheating itself, talking about the things that can lead to it. So our topic today is how does it actually begin? Where do you think cheating begins, Alpha Male? I mean, that's too broad. You think I it's mean, too broad? Yeah. I mean, cheating could start anywhere. anywhere. I mean, for the most part, I think, you know, I can tackle the most infamous one is jobs. Jobs is probably the place where most affairs start. Um, but what in particular at your job? Give me something that could happen that you would consider almost borderline. Like it could be cheating. Because of the situation you put yourself in. So just give me an example of a situation where it would be like, okay, you didn't do anything. Everything is okay. Let's go to the movies. They didn't cheat, but you're still pissed and you're not going to the movies. And we got to talk about this because you didn't actually cheat on me. But the environment and the situation that you put yourself in is bad enough. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, that again, that's it's too broad for me because... Pick one. It's 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 in it's it's individually based and it's always gonna boil down to me speaking from a man from that man on his idea on like what it is. Like um sometimes environments, how you talk to people, um, you know, it's just too broad. Um mm -hmm. conversations women have sometimes like even what you just said like a few minutes ago, like I'll joke and be the homeboy or I'll try to brush it underneath the rug or this and that. So I would tell you, like from a man's standpoint or even if your man was talking to you, that that's bullshit. Because it's amazing to me what women can see when they're not in the frame, but when they're when you're in the frame and then they see you, you you would get called out on the shit. So that mm -hmm. same scenario that you're talking about, if a woman was coming on to me or flirting with me mm -hmm. or saying any of those things and I was and I never addressed the issue, I'm just doing what you said. I'm kind of changing the subject. Like, well, what you doing later tonight? You know, man, them saints is playing. You know, I used to play football back in the day. Like, if I'm not addressing like the situation. My old lady would be like, she would have an issue with that shit. But you dancing around the issue you think is sufficient, and it's not. But you would want your man to walk through the fire and just tell that bitch to fuck off. But you was, but you feel like you need to dance around the subject. You know what I'm saying? Or change the subject or become homeboys. <laughs> so that's and, your answer. Your and, answer, and cheating begins just, with the reaction. To the inappropriateness. I'm just trying to get an answer out of you. And I think you just gave it. The cheating begins for you is the reaction to the infraction. If so if somebody says some bullshit and you don't react accordingly, then that is the beginning of cheating for, for you. Is it, that fair to say? It can. You know, like I said, it's so broad because also I don't want to take away from certain people mind frame. One thing I've learned in this world is, and I think it's the biggest thing because I, I even think that's the issue with social media and stuff like that. You say something, someone don't agree with it, and someone always say, well, how the fuck you can't see that? Or how the fuck you don't understand that? Well, the problem is everybody don't think the same. Dang. So even though I'm saying that to you, that's why I said not necessarily. Even though I'm saying that to you, I'm almost saying in the same breath that you should be thinking like me. But I can't really say that. Say that. Yeah, you can't. Um, so for alpha male... I'm going to say it's a reaction, even though that's not a definite, clear answer. I can say it's good enough to go on so that I can give my answer. For me, cheating begins, and I like that. I almost want to take it from you, but to be opposing, I won't use reaction, but I think you have a great point. 
I will choose conversation. I think because that's where I got myself in trouble. For me, I'm a conversational person and and I'm a journalist. This is in me, it's innate. So I tend to find myself in situations where conversations are, I don't want to use the word intimate, but conversations are very real. There are people, walls come down around me. And so all of a sudden, a professional conversation is personal, not by design, not because that's how they wanted it to go, but that's the type of comfort that I give to people who make millions of dollars. Celebrities tell me everything. So if I could talk to someone who is normally secret and they saying, you know what, I feel so comfortable with you and they just running their mouth and telling me everything, then what would a normal motherfucker say to me? Everything. And so I find myself in situations, mostly with men, where even though I'm the homegirl in the room, or maybe even not, they could just met me and don't know I'm a tomboy. But it seems like the conversation goes very personal. And that's where... I think the line is crossed. And when I say personal, I don't even mean sexual. I mean, they might say my wife got on my nerves or I might, I need to go home and I need some pussy. You know what I'm saying? That's where I feel like they must look at me like a homeboy because who says that with a lady in a room? Who says that with, uh, I want to go home, man. I need my wife to suck my dick. It's been about three weeks. She's been on a period. It's like, God damn, you know, you ain't in a room full of niggas. You're in a room with a young, with a woman. And I consider myself um, someone who's a lady. You're in a room with a lady and I am acting like a lady mean I'm dressed like a lady I'm speaking like a lady there's just something about me that I found makes people comfortable and then they say certain things and all of a sudden now we're not talking uh politics and we're not talking um how the business should be run today or what we're going to do today we're talking about something that happened at your house we're talking about that something happened in your relationship last year and once that wall is broken down and you're back in that environment, it doesn't reverse itself. Once the line is crossed, it's crossed. So for me, it's a thin line. I have a profession in which kudos to me for making people break down their walls, but I'm also in a very serious relationship where if a line is crossed, even not inappropriate, because I'm not saying every line crossing conversation is an inappropriate conversation. It's not always about sex. Mm -hmm. But if it goes personal, then the wall is down. And once you're having a personal conversation with a professional colleague, you've crossed the line because now we could talk about everything. And so I will say that's where cheating, that's where the the seed could be planted is in conversation. For me, I will take the Achilles heel of conversation because I'm a conversationalist. And a lot of times it could be a great thing for me or a bad thing for me. I mean, but it always starts with conversation. I mean, they, it, it doesn't never, always, always jump into straight fucking. And I understand your point of what you're saying. So I'm going to give you something to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is for the women to think about, too. Um. It's crazy because these things are hand in hand. These topics is what I mean. Mm-hmm. Actually, go hand in hand. They do. And when they and when I talk about chess game, a chess play, men are very good at it. Women play a lot of checkers, and I think that's why y'all not real good at it. I could be in the room in the same scenario that you're talking about, mm-hmm. but if I was in there and I and I'm not. You know, don't take this personal. I ain't talking, you know what I'm saying, on no personal front. If it's, if I was in there with a beautiful woman, my strategic move would be never to talk about sex. Because this is the one thing that I would want from her. So I actually avoid topics of sex. If it's a, if I'm around if I'm in that same room with a person that's mediocre. And I think there's not even a, a, a chance that I would want to fuck her or anything like that. I would talk about sex. I would talk about football. I would talk about all kind of shit. It's not that my wall is broken down. I just don't see the bitch like that. Often people find themselves in affairs and stuff like that because you become, you don't look at that person like that. It's kind of like I feel like that ugly duck, wow. that ugly ducks uh, syn- syndrome. It's kind of like. 
you don't see that person like, like that. that. So your walls and, and, are automatically and, down. Yeah. So you add them on. And and the, mm-hmm. the reason I'm bringing that up, and that's why I say I'm not taking anything a, a, away from you, but this always plays out in movies. You ever watch those movies where it's the guy and the girl, and she's trying to help him get another, the, girl. A, a, another girl, and then she'll show up at a, a, a dance or some shit like that, and he looks at her because he never saw her, her that like way that. before. So a lot of times... When you are in a room with someone, they just don't look at you like that. They probably look at you later down on the road. They're like, damn, you know what? She is. She look she looked better than I anticipated. But if they're just telling you shit like that, you're the ugly duckling. You know what I'm saying? So typically your walls are down. You don't really look at that person like that. They you just like, yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just having a conversation. And I'm just telling you that from just the standpoint of a man. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm in a room with a woman and I'm like, God damn, I really want to fuck this. My conversation is going to not veer towards sex. Yeah. It's going to be a straight conversation that I'm, I'm trying to let her know I'm interested. But I'm not going to. I would never be like, well, shit, I need to go home and fuck my wife. I'm going to avoid conversations about my wife at all costs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> to. Yeah, but what I'm saying is. A lot of times, if you're the ugly duckling in that situation, it doesn't matter. Now, the other chess play about that type of shit is, this is a a nuanced thing, is that everybody cheats. So, a lot of women now might find themselves in positions where men will let you know that they have an old lady. And let you know they're married or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're testing you to the point to see if that I tell you I have an old lady and Does I flirt matter? with you and you bite. That's one of the things that's in because the theory is everybody cheats. So if I do that and you bite with the flirtation, I'd be like, okay, she know I have she old down. lady. I didn't lie. I kept it 100 and I probably still can stretch you later on. Yeah. So it's true. It's just one of those things. So it always going to start with the conversation of how it be to me and then it'll move a different way right well let's based take on that your reaction right let's take that conversation now and put it in context of secrecy because conversation is safe yes the conversation could be inappropriate okay but a line hasn't been crossed i'll tell you where the line gets crossed is if someone's having a conversation that their spouse is not privy to meaning the texas come early or the texas come late that means your spouse is sleep in both of those situations early in the morning she sleep late at night she sleep conversation is a secret you got to leave home to call this person now this is a person that your spouse knows is in your life but you won't take a phone call in front of her won't make a phone call won't take a phone call Okay, so these are all things. These are when I think conversation could go from you might not be doing anything. But if you are accepting and reading texts in secret, getting the text, deleting the text, leaving the house to make a phone call, you already look like you're cheating. I don't give a fuck if you're not. It looks like you're cheating. And furthermore, it's going to be hard to convince your spouse after seeing these things that you're not fucking. Because why do, you, why do you have to delete a text? If it did not say anything inappropriate, then why isn't the text still there? Why do you have to leave the house to talk to this person? Why can't you take the phone call right in front of me? I can tell you right now, if anybody call my phone, I don't need to go outside to answer it. I don't need to go outside to call them back because I don't have anything to hide. So the fact that now this conversation has gone to a degree of secrecy, how is your partner supposed to believe there's nothing inappropriate going on there? So this is when there's a fine line between doing something inappropriate and just being a cheater. Because to me, keeping a secret, whether it's sex involved or not, constitute for me, maybe not for y'all. But if you have to make secret calls and delete texts, you are a cheater, period. You're cheating. Cheating does not have to be sexual, does not have to be physical. Cheating starts with a secret. That's where it begins. If there is something going on, because if you're having a conversation at work, whether it's inappropriate or appropriate, you can come home and tell your spouse that. 
Sorry, I've had inappropriate conversations that I had. You know what? Let me get ahead of this and go home because I'm feeling some type of way about it. And let me just tell my spouse what was said. That puts me on safe ground. Now, if someone says something to me that I feel like, you know what? I'm not going to repeat that. That to me is the infraction. Now, I will say this because I feel like you're going to say it. Women will try to fluff things. So I go to work. Someone says, damn, you got the best motherfucking camel toe I ever seen and I'm laugh it off I'm probably not gonna go home and tell my spouse that you know why because I laughed it off and I didn't have a problem with it and that would be exposed if I went home and said this so these is one of them things that I'm just gonna shelf put it away nothing happened I don't need to make no trouble I'm not gonna tell my spouse that so I will admit that I may have done that but I have not done the latter which means Every, still communicating with somebody that I have to leave, leave out of my phone. Still communicating with somebody that I have to leave the house to go talk to. That is where I feel like the line is crossed. The other line is blurred. That line is crossed. That line is crossed. I don't think you can come back from that. Conversation you can come back from. Hiding the conversation, you can't. Because the person that you're explaining this to is still want to know why, if you're not fucking them, why is it that you have to delete their text? Why is it that you have to leave the house to go talk to them? What? You, it, you have to make sense of a situation like that. Unless you just don't mind someone thinking that you're a cheater. I don't know what this subject has to do with what we're talking about. but What's where I, cheating I, begins? Yeah, but... You there's no proof of cheating, but I would just give you I would just give you the idea because you just said it. You, you just said it. There you, is no proof of cheating, but a secret going, to me is you, cheating. That's cool, but that's what if you let me talk. Go ahead. Better um, be good, it's though. it's always everything that I say is good and great. Everything you say is a little shaky. Um, it's in. I'm gonna start again. It's individual based on just like I said, but also even with that being said. I think everybody, and there's not a person, I don't even think you, everybody has done, and uh, they've done sudden had conversations with people yes. that they don't tell, they didn't ask you for anything, zip it. Um, they've had conversations and everything that happens to go on. Sometimes things are reactions from people. Um, it's another thing of what I'm saying, goes hand in hand about chess moves and chess being played amongst individuals. Um, I can speak from my own personal is that I could give a fuck less what anybody thinks of me, whether they're a cheater, this, this, and that. But what I do know is that if I stop something, it's because another person stopped on their end of what they were doing. Sometimes people don't see initially what they do on their end because they think that it's nothing. So conversations that's probably being had on the phone or not being had on the phone in front of people people tend to do the same thing um in relationships people play a lot of tit for tat so when someone is letting you believe something that's fucking with your head it's because you letting something in your end fuck with their head unfortunately it's not fair it's not a situation of that's clear cut, but I could tell you right now, and and I'm only speaking from a man's standpoint. Um, when men leave shit open, they don't give a fuck about it. Nothing at all. You can see any and everything that you want. That is not what you better be giving a fuck about. Whatever, whatever individual high, especially from a man, you will not be able to find. You know, you're going to have to dig super deep now, I ain't talking about like no fucking, hey, open this phone and then it's right there. That's the last person on the planet that you better be worried about. It's going to be the person you can't see. They're going to be so coveted, you won't be able to open a phone, an email, a Facebook, and it's just like, boom, right there. If they leaving it there, they don't give a fuck. They leaving it there because they probably have, feel a certain way about you. So they leave it there. So they, if you find it, you find it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No man is leaving some shit out. And it's like, 
Oh shit! But if sometimes you it, just catch it before you get. I, it's I've never not, no catch. No, there's yeah. a catch because no. I've called. No, I've it's, it's I've never. called a text when it came in, and motherfucker just ain't that, have a, a chance to delete it. That's but it doesn't. But but what, they delete. It's cool. And what they, what I'm saying to you is, it does not matter. How? It doesn't matter. If you're deleting the text, it matters. Because if you if you if you just said if it don't matter, it won't be deleted. If you are consciously deleting text, they matter. If they don't matter, then why are you deleting them? Every individual is a different individual. <laughs> this makes no yeah. sense to me at yeah, all. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense for all individuals. Like I was just watching I was just watching uh, an artist by the name of Reason not too long ago. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, I don't go through phones. I don't check people's shit, this and that. Like, that type of shit to me don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, when women do shit like that, I hate to say it, but that's that's your stupidity. Because the only person crying in the scenario is you. Yeah. The only yeah. person that feels stupid in that shit is you. Mm-hmm. Every man that, once that happens, he says what it is and he walks out the door, he does whatever he do. So, my thing is, what's the, point? What's the fucking point of it? That's why I'm saying it don't matter. Mm-hmm. So when you asking me that, like, trust me, it don't matter. Because if he don't feel like it's anything, you can do whatever you you say you want to. Mm-hmm. Like, even beforehand, that was one of the lessons that I learned. And I used to date women that be like, oh, you can go through my phone or... Hey, you want to see or whatever this and that. And I hate when women say shit like that. Because like, they doing that. They ain't nothing in there for you to find. Yeah, but guess what? Duh. That's, but that's, <laughs> but my thing is, my thing is, I don't, if you have to tell me to go through your phone, I don't want to any. And I do also right. know that whatever's in, in, in that phone or wherever you're finna cheat, it ain't even there anyway. anyway yeah. You know, so that's why I'm saying like a lot of that shit don't matter. And I honestly feel like, no. That's not a situation for me and just on, on my case. Mm-hmm. That's not a situation of where cheating begins mm-hmm. because cheating begins a, a, a lot of times in places that you don't see. You don't know. They're subliminal. There are a lot of things that go on with cheating that will never be right there. Right. Never. I'll say this. There was a meme that I ran across because I've been one of those people that advocate for a certain amount of privacy. You shouldn't be going into your spouse's phone and shit like that uh i do know that men do things that make you suspicious i do know that you shouldn't sleep on those things i learned that from my mama if there are red flags you need to act on them i'm not telling you to go through your man's phone but i am saying if there are red flags you need to act on them you don't see you don't see red flags and not do nothing just go to bed and just hope it get better sorry Whatever investigation you need to do to protect yourself from STDs, shit killing you, your money being taken out of your account, protect thyself, period. Because we don't know really who we're dealing with, which is going to lead me to the meme. The meme said, if you really want to know your man, it's in his real personality is in his phone. When I read that meme, it hit me a, a certain way. It did. I didn't come up with the meme. This is something that I found on social. And... This is one of those things where I do believe. I don't believe in the mean. The mean did hit different because it's like if you really want to know who you're dealing with, go through his phone. That's not exactly correct. But when you really want to know who you're dealing with, you find out by knowing how that person acts when he's not in your presence. So it kind of relates to what they're saying. They're being specific to a phone, but it's not really specific to the phone. It's how is your partner acting? When you are nowhere around, when he thinks there's no way you're going to find out anything that you've done, that is when you are proven to be a loyal person, Mm -hmm. not a cheater, not sneaky. How do you behave when your spouse is not present? Okay, that is super, super important because a person could say they're loyal and treat you as loyal, treat you like a queen in your presence. Mm -hmm. The moment they're out of town. With their homeboys or the moment there are somewhere where their spouse is far away, out of sight, out of mind. In those moments is what that what matters because there aren't a lot of those moments or a way to find out about those moments. The phone is the next best thing because it is your possession. It is with you wherever you go. Whoever you meet, that's the way you have to communicate with them. It's not like people are meeting up at a park to have conversations and then Mm. never are using Morse code to communicate. In most cases, you're using one of the two, the phone, the email, uh, message, WhatsApp. There are ways that you can communicate with other people that would work. 
Okay, so that's, I think, a woman's first instinct after hearing, well, how do they act when they're not around you? Well, that would be in the phone because last night he was somewhere without me. So let's find out who he was talking to while he was by himself. Mm -hmm. So and again, I'm not an advocate for going through people's phone, but I am an advocate that if you feel something in your spirit, your intuition, mm -hmm. that something is going on, where do you begin? What is the uh, something that you can go do? You can't, I mean, you're asking us to just stop short of hiring Joey Greco to follow you around the bus you're doing something or renting a car and dressing up in a disguise. The only thing that people have access to sometimes to find out how you behave is through your mobile device. But not to focus on the mobile device. I want to focus more on, because of the topic, where does cheating begin? It really begins when you're in a situation where you feel like you have full control and no one else is going to find out about it. Whether it's on a phone call, whether it's at work, like you said, this is the epitome of whether you're someone who is have the characteristics of a cheater or not, because you can't be somewhere by yourself and say, hey, young lady, I got a queen. Like, you know, what I'm saying it's cool, but I got a queen. You understand what I'm saying? I'm saying that fluff that you're talking about is a whole bunch of bullshit. I mean, really, at the end of the day, if you want me to keep it simple and plain at the end of the day, people know who they with. You don't need a phone. You don't need anything like I know my lady. Uh, will wilt under any strong man that she's around. She'll she'll become succumbent and servient to any other powerful man that's in the room. I don't need a phone. I don't need to be around her. I don't need to know any of that. I know that if she's if she's in a rough situation that she's gonna try to laugh shit off or be on some bullshit where she won't confront shit head on. I don't need nothing to tell me anything about her as far as that that goes on. And I think that's the same thing when it go for women and they men. They men is exactly like what they think that it is. So this is one of those things. Uh, cheating always starts with conversation. I'm still a, 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 a firm believer in that. And, you know, you just got to watch uh, who who you're with and know who you're with. And I believe most people know who they with. One of our, so, so, one of our listeners says he sends up smoke signals when he want to meet up. <laughs> I mean that's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Every, everybody that's why I said it's individually based. It's it's just it's one of those things. That's why I said so when you're talking so when you're talking about those type of scenarios, I'm saying that a lot of that that type of stuff don't matter. Going through phones, all that type of shit, like that's narrative shit. Like when women do shit like that, they already know something. They just looking for proof. So yeah. it doesn't prove anything. That's true. They're just looking for proof. You already know what type of man that you have. Just like I know what type of woman I have. Like that shit that you're talking about. Even when women don't delete shit, their first their first thing is, well, I can't control what nobody else say. But they're having a conversation with it. Well, guess what? Your infraction started from right there, and that's how I feel. Yeah, and so, I, so, I agree. So it is what it is. I think everybody has their own things that they do that you feel like don't need to uh, that can be addressed. And it's innocent from that person part. Some people do shit deliberate and don't address shit because they might feel a certain way. I hate to say it like it's a chess match. But we're going to move into the tap the, the tap in section. Uh, do you got, have a tap uh, in? Of course I have a tap in. I wouldn't say I'm moving to a tap in section. what I'm oh saying? Oh, my God. Women, they don't ever listen. Yo, you got to tap in. I'm saying this. I have for, one too, though. Just for, <laughs> I was prepared. Just for your shits and giggles. But anyway, <laughs> tap in go like this. Uh... This girl and I have been dating for about nine months, and when we start uh, when we started, we told each other uh, that we weren't ready to see anybody else. And as of August, we've been telling each other that I love you. Uh, she still hang out, still hangs out with her ex uh, that did her dirty. I feel you, brother. Um, and they go, and she goes out with other dudes, but still says she loves me. Keep in mind, we had an argument. Uh, that we'd tell each other if we caught feelings for others or had sex with others. She lied to me about having sex uh, with her ex, so it's hard for me to trust her now. But I love her so damn much. Where do I go from here? So, brother, you gonna get is, terrible advice. This is what you talking about. You gonna get what, terrible. What you talking about? I'm gonna get the same. I'm gonna get the same advice that you that you just gave. So you should have went through her phone. <laughs> See. What, what, <laughs> If you could have really avoided a bunch of this by just going through a phone. Because, see, she's with a phone all the time. So, you would have seen the texts that she was probably deleting if you just would have went through her phone. 
And you wouldn't have had to worry about her saying that this was a this was her ex and it was nothing there. Look, like really, really at the end of the day, um, and this is gonna be um not to harp on people, but this is one of my philosophies about shit. And it, and and for you, this is a, a sticky scenario. Um, if you fucking someone, keep it fucking. But in your case, exes are red flags all day, every day. If they're still around an ex, they're on a break. You know what I'm saying? Even though she's calling him an ex, they're on a break. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is you provided what she needed from him to make him pay attention. See, by you being there, the ex probably wasn't... The XY probably wasn't paying no attention before you. But then he sees you with her and then it gets that ex involved and he's just like, well, who is this nigga you around? Oh, that's just a friend or this and that. Mm -hmm. And then he gonna be like, so y'all fucking? And which is gonna make him wanna fuck her. And this is something that you gotta be on your toes about. And that conversation about you saying, hey, we catch feelings or whatever this and that. I mean, I hate that sh that he couldn't have kept it sexual. But you need to keep it that way. But X's are all red flags. You should know better. Um, for future references, anybody if they're dealing with an X and they still around and he dot a dick, it's a good chance that they're fucking. I'm gonna agree. I think this is probably an awakening for me. It's the first time I heard Alpha Mel admit that if you're communicating with an ex, y'all just on a break. So I learned something. Man, we never had that conversation about if someone was well, dealing that's with That's why I heard this is my first time hearing you say it, and I'm agreeing. If you're still communicating with an ex, you're not out of that relationship. You're not out of that euphoria. If you're in a new commitment with someone else, but see, all communication but see, that with was an a, ex should be. But that was the sticky. Cut. But that was the sticky situation, though. That's why I said that they didn't put a. Title. They didn't put a title on it. You get what I'm saying? So I so can't that, say that they were committed. So, exactly. so that's his fault then. If yeah. there was no commitment, that's why then I said. there's nothing wrong with that. That's what I said. That's why really? I said that's why I'm blaming him. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm blaming him. That's yeah. why I said, like, to me, you gotta keep it fucking. Like, if y'all not in that scenario where it's like, well, we go together, then like he said, she's hanging out with dudes and hanging out with her ex. So it wasn't just the ex that she was hanging out with. Right. But you're hanging out with dudes. And he caught the feelings. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So my thing is, he opened himself up to that. Yeah. So when you're saying, what do I do? I'm just like, one, you need to keep it fucking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he opened himself up to it. Yeah. Or you could open the phone. Yeah. So. <laughs> you can do whatever, but you make sure you open up the next episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter, and you can find me at Facebook, Twitter, and IG at Kana Lassiter. Hey, it's your boy, man. 51 Spade, Alpha Male G-O-D. You're looking for the shirts at Alpha Male God Creation. Catch us every Friday. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I want to thank everybody for joining us on Podbean. And as I always say, 